I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Awkward Sex and the City. How are you guys doing? How are you feeling? I ask you this every time and I just genuinely want to know um it's the first like crisp day in new york city i think the high is going to be in the 50s where it finally kind of feels like a fall in fall which has honestly been nice because it is a little unnerving to have like 70 degree days in october but here we are um this week we have angel yao who you're gonna fucking love and if you haven't heard her first episode go back she's great and this time we talk a lot about you know dumb shit we did in college like how dumb we were in college including drinking sex things like that being our authentic selves as older adults i think you're just really going to um enjoy this episode it's going to bring you back to some memories so listen rate review like and then go follow angel on instagram at angel yao y AU. And then if you're in the city on November 16th, she's got an amazing show called Asian American Film Thing, where they celebrate Asian American filmmakers by screening their shorts. Uh, and Caveat's an amazing venue. So go check it out. You'll fucking love it. And we'll talk soon. So what what have you been up to this uh, past year? Uh, I feel like a lot and nothing, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. I feel that. I guess the same thing, like working and comedy and 
try not to be sad. <laughs> that is definitely like the theme of like since COVID, just try not to be sad. <laughs> is it going well? Uh, yeah. Still going with therapy. It's not always false. Therapy, I just I sing its praises every time I can. Just mm-hmm. if you aren't getting it, like it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, it's like every time I'm like, oh, this is weird or this is stressful. I'm like, we'll just save it for Wednesday when I meet my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> and especially like, I think what's really important, like when, one of the reasons I got into it was I realized how much I was like dumping on my partner. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a big thing to talk about too, of just like, especially during COVID of just like having this person that is paid <laughs> to listen to you and you can just, you're not dumping because they are there to like, you know, provide feedback and be yeah. there for you in a professional manner yeah, than yeah. rather than if you like have a partner or roommates that are also going through the same COVID shit. Yeah. But yeah, but not to do a hard pivot, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I remember we had technical difficulties with the last episode all on my part. Somehow my like microphone like fucked up and cut your story off, which was hilarious. And I don't want to say anything because I don't want to like give anything away. <laughs> Um, okay. So I'll start with saying that I was in college. Uh, so, you know, like early twenties, that was the mindset of, (laughs) (laughs) and I, I think in college, I definitely was like, all loose like you know because it was like really like no parents no rules kind of thing and really just like finding my voice and finding like being comfortable in myself and being like confident I guess oh yeah so that goes along with like dating and sex and all of that because I you know I did not do any of that in high school or anything same also same same yeah and in college were you like also like I didn't know how to handle the freedom. Like, mm-hmm. I remember the first weekend I called my mom and was like, am I allowed to go out? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. I'm like, don't tell me about it because I'm going to freak out. And I was like, oh, like I had a really hard time learning to uh-huh. let go of that type of um, relationship. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I just never realized like how much it was like embedded in me. Yeah, I guess it was for me. I was like waiting for that moment to like just leave without telling anyone, you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, once you get used to it, it's fucking great. But it was a, it was, so I went to college in Ithaca, upstate, and we have like an LA program uh, Mm -hmm. where uh, the, pretty much the communication school, so like the film, TV, radio, like all those kids um, get to go to LA for a semester. If they want to, it's like optional. And that's kind of like our study abroad, even though it's like just across the United States. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times uh, it's like towards our end of like our college career, we get to do the LA thing and, you know, we do internships and all of that. Um, so it's like an extra layer of like freedom, I guess, <laughs> of like oh, living yeah. in LA for a semester. And so there, there was a trip, uh, it was kind of like a camping trip with like the class and we were supposed to have one supervisor, um, but he was sick or something. So it was just a bunch of 20 year olds in this like house, I guess. I don't even, I don't remember. But it was like, you know, like a camping house um, in Big Bear. And that's where we went. And the other thing to know about Ithaca College is we have this really weird, I guess, tradition uh, called Cortica, which is Ithaca and Cortland's football teams. And they're both really bad. 
So usually okay. when they play the game, everyone just drinks for like the whole day. And then another tradition developed called Cardical, which is the same football game, but we would be celebrating in LA or California, which means we're, we start drinking like at 7 a.m. because of the time difference. So that was just Oh my like, God. It's just a recipe for disaster. <laughs> so I'm setting that in place. So that was that day. And yeah, pretty much uh, I was sort of like seeing this, but not really seeing, you know, like kind of like hooking up and not really with this one guy. But we've never like, you know, said anything or whatever. Um, but it's always like kind of in the back of my head. And then like maybe... And then I think during the day, I was like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to have fun with my friends. But then, of course, like towards the night, I'm like, you know, <laughs> see what happens. Oh, um, yeah. The more I drink, the more I'm like, it's time to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably like really, really late in the night. And, you know, everyone's been like um, just wasted the whole time. I think somehow we both ended up in the room together. Um, we're like making out and stuff. And then we're like on the floor in the room and people are trying to like open the door and stop us. Cause I, I told everyone to like, don't let me do anything. <laughs> but then I just kept like pushing the door back and everyone's like, I don't know what to do. I guess they're adults. I'll <laughs> just leave them. Um, and then also in the same room, there was a guy in bed already passed out. Oh my God. Um, and we're just like making out. <laughs> With him or like whatever in the floor. <laughs> There's like so many porns that I've watched like that, where it's just like someone's in the yeah. bed asleep. Yeah. Oh but my he was God. definitely <laughs> asleep. <laughs> I feel like um, a lot of the sex I had in college were like kind of drunk sex. So it's just, so we weren't really having sex at all. You know? <laughs> it was like, uh, you know, limp dicks <laughs> But in my oh, head, yeah. always, I'm like, okay, this is one time. Like, I'm checking off, like, okay, the second time. <laughs> but now I'm like, oh, I probably haven't had sex at all because it probably is. <laughs> really. I used to do the same thing. She'd be like, yes, first time I gave head, first time I had <laughs> sex, like, third time. I was, like, so proud of myself. I totally did the same thing. Yeah, just, like, <laughs> but then, yeah, I was like, wait, I don't think anything really went in. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so that was definitely happening. And then he, uh, there was, like, a little balcony thing, and then he left to go pee. And it was, like, uh, peeing outside the balcony. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I have to pee, too. <laughs> so, but I didn't want to go out the door because everyone was trying to stop us and I was embarrassed to like face anyone mm -hmm. and I couldn't you know go in a balcony because like I don't have the penis <laughs> so right, we just we don't have the yeah luxury or convenience, <laughs> yeah. convenience yeah um so in a corner uh by the bed uh with the guy sleeping on it was a pile of clothes like a pile of laundry and I just uh squatted on that laundry and I just peed <laughs> in that pile <laughs> and I was like this is the best idea <laughs> but like right away after that I felt like guilty because I was like oh no I don't know if he was close <laughs> and then I did they were probably dirty yeah I was like that's what dirty. I was like that was the logic <laughs> um and then I opened a door and the bathroom was like right there like i didn't have to do that i could have just and, and no one was there you know no one was like waiting for us to come oh no so then i took 
the pile of laundry and I put it in the bathtub and I just let the water run because that was better than leaving pee in the one, right? I think, <laughs> I think so. You're diluting it. Yeah. yeah. Diluting it. Yeah. Like he was probably mad when he saw it, like when he woke, woke up and saw it, but he didn't know it was like what it was yeah, before. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, because I'm like, everyone's drunk, whatever. Like, no one's going to question <laughs> this at all. I still don't know who's clothes. I don't know what the reactions were. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever tell the guy that you were hooking up with that you did that? I don't think so. I think it was one of those things that. I just told probably like my close friend or one or two friends. And then I was like, never talk about it. never bring it. Oh. But now I'm like talking about it all the time. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just kind of what happens in colleges. You're like, oh, I know this was bad. But then once enough time is like, pa- like spaced between, then mm. you're like, all right, I can let this be funny mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Because, yeah, I just think we all do shitty things when we're drunk when we were young with that type it was just like so much power now i'm trying to think of something like really dumb that i did Mm. or like that was like kind of (laughs) mean i threw up everywhere Mm. in public i was a big thrower Mm. upper Mm -hmm. and i remember this isn't like it's just embarrassing that i did it Mm -hmm. but um i had friends that had a party and they made what was it called like jungle juice or mm-hmm. something or it's, it's just like, like orange juice <laughs> like in a big tub it was in the tub like, i went over <laughs> like yes the plastic brunettes and just like orange soda it was awful and i drank way too much mm-hmm. in the pregame and the next thing i know i'm like the apartments had those like stairs to get on the outside to get to all the apartments Mm -hmm. and i'm like sitting on the stairs too drunk and i know i'm too drunk and all of a sudden my crush from high school starts walking up the stairs and i was like no with another guy that i knew and they were like hey how are you what's up and literally i just like threw up (laughs) like right in front of them on the stairs just Mm -hmm. orange and i think that's the last time i saw both of them and they both were like Ew. <laughs> they just like walked they away. They didn't help you. They should be like, oh no, she's sick. They might have. I really at that point was browning out. I remember like at that point, I threw up in front of them. I was like, oh no, I threw up in front of Rex. Because um, of course, the, one of the hottest guys in school had a name like Rex. <laughs> and then I had no shoes on and I like, ran down the stairs, called my cab driver because I had this one guy who I tipped really well because it was always like, too many kids, not enough cars. Yeah, yeah. So I like tipped him really well. He always came. Yeah. And so I like fell into a bush while waiting for him. And then he came. And then he was like, where are your shoes? And I was like, I don't know. Get me home. And then <laughs> I think I even like left my keys. And so when I tried to get in like my apartment, no one was there, it seemed like. And I couldn't get in. And then finally like one of my roommates came down and, and got me. But I was like on like the door. Like I was mm-hmm. just like by the door and the cab driver who I unfortunately cannot remember his name which I feel so shitty about because he was so great to me like waited like he waited outside until I was like for sure inside and then um that was it I was just like yeah that was I think I was like asleep and drunk by like 11 p.m (laughs) in my head it was like 3 a.m oh no we started pre-gaming at like 7 p.m and I like threw up by 9 p.m like it was like 
horrifyingly quick of like how bad my like tolerance for alcohol was mm-hmm. because like I never drank drank in high school mm-hmm. either so I just had no fucking mm-hmm. tolerance for liquor yeah I feel yeah because I also never drank in high school but I think with like anything I'm putting in my body like even food mm-hmm. I'm like mind over matter and like, I'm I'm just gonna <laughs> be straight so like yeah I, I never I think every time I was drunk or or drank I always remembered every I never like really blacked out or anything there might be like hazy moments but I'm I was always pretty good with like being like <laughs> and also I never had really I wasn't really hung over really like maybe like five times really like, yeah I don't know like, I was just <laughs> how I was like hung over last weekend like terribly hung over like, like oh my god I'm so jealous I actually get a better sleep which is like not um common <laughs> but no. I usually get a really good sleep maybe it's because I'm so tired and, and I'm just like plunked out but every time I wake up after like heavy drinking I feel great especially in college I would be like waking up at 7 a.m. <laughs> just like I had fun yesterday. <laughs> oh my God. That is literally never how it's happened for me. I'm always like, I feel like death. I'm never doing this again. And then I immediately do it again. That's so funny. And you've never like even browned out? Mm, no. Yeah. I feel like I would, like, I'm like, oh, I'm really tired. I'm just going to like lie down. Like I would remember the moment. I'm like, I'm just going to close my eyes kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, I've never done something that's like, so like, I don't remember I did that. <laughs> oh my God. Or I, I would be like, oh, I'm pretty sure I said something awkward. Maybe I won't remember specifically what, but I would know like kind of what happened. <laughs> that's what I'm like in my 30s now. Like anytime like me and Aaron are out and we get like super drunk with our friends, the next morning I'm like, did I say anything weird? Did I do anything awkward? And he's like, no, like you were fine. But that's like the first place I go. Yeah, I'm definitely like, you know, and like I'm pretty quiet normally, so I'm always like a little bit more loose. <laughs> and then I'm like, sometimes I know I would go overboard or be like too offensive, or you know, just not trying to be funny. But then it turns out to be like awkward and not really funny kind of thing. <laughs> and it probably isn't at all, but it's all like in your head yeah. that you're like, oh no, and everyone's like, no, Angel, you were great, you were like a blast. What are you talking so. about? <laughs> um, I have to say, you're very lucky. You've never blacked out. I think I've only blacked out once maybe twice but Mm -hmm. there's once like there's one night that like to this day i still find out other things i Uh, did Uh, and i'm like oh like i found out i like semi like hooked up with this guy that i was friends with like oh like in public like on the dance floor and i had no clue for years (laughs) and we would like always hang out and talk and it was like never talked about and then everyone was like yeah you like you fucking like made out with matt and i was like no i didn't and they're like you absolutely did you were like grinding on his like his penis like in front of everyone and your tongue was down his mouth and i was like oh oh (laughs) i was like why did matt never bring this up and then i thought like the last it was like a party at my house so again i pregame too Mm -hmm. much that's what always gets me Mm -hmm. and um we lived in a townhouse and the last thing i remember was someone taking me upstairs because i was like oh man like i am i am tired it is time i'm too drunk and last thing I remember is falling asleep on my bed. And then they were like, no, you got up immediately and like th- went downstairs to the open bathroom for everyone, locked yourself in and vomited everywhere and would not let anyone in. <laughs> and I was like, 
What? <laughs> and then, oh, God, there are so many things I did. I Now I can't remember, but it's just like, it's a weird one. It's a weird one to not remember anything. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, no. I and mean, you are at your worst, basically. Yeah, that's a, that's just like, yeah, scary to me. Because then I'm just like, like, what if you, you know, like did something illegal and you didn't know? And then you can't defend yourself. <laughs> right? <laughs> what was like, Ithaca's college culture, was it like a big sorority school? Was it a, bi- a sorority fraternity school, a big like party school? Um, it definitely, it, we, yeah, we didn't have any sororities or fraternities, um, mm-hmm. I think, because we were next to Cornell, so they would have more of that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it is like any other college where it is you know, every weekend there would be some sort of house party or whatever. And that is a weird, like, culture. Like, I feel like I guess that's how U.S. colleges are. And it's just so weird to know, like, you know, everyone binge drink, everyone, like, that's a normal thing, which I'm sure it, like, you know, looking back now as an adult, I was like, why did we do that? (laughs) Why did we ruin our, like, brains and our bodies like that? (laughs) But it's oh, like, yeah. Part of it. it's like, no, you know. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like such a normal thing. Like, did Ithaca have like a drunk bus to like take all the drunk students around? No, I don't think so. Because yeah, we were um, in campus. Usually, there maybe a few people were like living off campus, but it's every like, it's a, such a small town, I guess. So it's everything's just very walkable in a way. Okay, I don't. Maybe there was one person who would like be able to drive, but. There wasn't anything like to much of the transportation. <laughs> you basically had to get off of campus after the first year mm. at JM, oh, where yeah. I went JMU. Yeah. And so like, I remember the first weekend, it's just hordes of like 20 to 30 freshmen, like walking up these hills to where all the off-campus apartments were. Cause that's where all the um, parties were basically. And just, it was such, it was such a weird sight. And then I learned about the drunk bus and was like, oh yes, we should we should drunk bust it. Like we mm. should not mm-hmm. be walking. I know Ithaca is very cold and I feel like you guys take, you know, the cold way more seriously. But like there was one time we went out in mini dresses and like exposed high heels and oh, my friend nice. like legit got frostbite. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, why are we doing this to ourselves? Yeah. Like, but I I still do this to this day where I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to wear a coat. I want everyone to see my outfit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't wear a coat. <laughs> Maybe if it's like a clear coat. Maybe you should invest oh, in that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like a clear like little trench coat. Those are cute. I like those. <laughs> yeah, I think I also did a lot of walking because I'm one of those people who is kind of like insecure where in my head, like kind of like in the movies where um, someone would see like some, me walking like, you know, by myself and whatever. And they'd be like, oh, look at that person. Um, let me like talk to them or be friends with them, you know? So sometimes I would like purposely kind of like walk on my own to have that that genuine moment, but it never happened. I'm just like walking by myself. And oh, I was just I was like, gonna ask, like, did it ever happen? You know, I think there is one time where a group of people are driving and then they're and they're like, Oh, do you need a ride? You should come, you know, come into your car. But in my head, I think I was like trying to get Maybe it was like an ex-boyfriend at the time to like, I wanted him to 
went <laughs> him or drive me or whatever. So I like declined that really nice group of people. Like, no, I'll just I'll just keep walking. <laughs> I was I just never trusted anyone. Like one time it was like me and my friend again walking, got stuck in like a downpour. And this guy was like, hey, like, do you want to walk under my umbrella? And we were like, no, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're trying to, like, sexually harass mm-hmm, us or something. Mm-hmm. Like, and he was like, no, it's just you guys are really wet. <laughs> like, but yeah. I love that. Like, I think that's so sweet that you were like, maybe maybe someone will come in yeah. and walk with me. Yeah. Like, that's so sweet. <laughs> but it's it's too, like, forced. Like, I'm, like, imagining something mm-hmm. that's not. And even if it's happening, then it's like, oh, I'm. You know, like <laughs> I like man- manufacture it. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> now I'm more independent, and I don't need to uh, make these scenarios. I could just grab a friend and walk with them if I need to. <laughs> Rope. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. What was it like? You said you were 20 in LA. Yeah, it was. Um, so it would be like senior year of. College, like, yeah, probably like 21, 22. Oh, okay. Because I was about to ask, like, I just rewatched The Hills mm-hmm. and they're all like 1920 in these clubs. And I'm like, how is this happening in LA at these like major mm. clubs where they are like for sure underage? And so I was just going to ask, like, were yeah. you underage yeah. trying to? Yeah, to- maybe that's why uh, people at like our school go to, um, we would go to LA and went like senior year because we know for sure we <laughs> were like 21. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like LA? I've never been. I didn't when I was there for that semester, but then I did live there for a few years after college. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think I think it's because I'm a New Yorker and I don't know how to drive. Like that's kind of the main thing of not liking LA because everything was so far apart and it was very inconvenient to go anywhere. There's like pretty much no public transportation. Ugh. And at that time, there was no Uber or Lyft or anything like that. So it's just like, however you can carpool with someone. Because <laughs> then, yeah, when I was living in LA, I was like still early, mid-20s. And I was still in that phase of like trying to, you know, date and trying to figure out uh, what kind of like person I would date and all of that. But it's always still like meeting someone at a party or like mutual friends, um, never like strangers. because um, I. That's too like much math for me. I feel like <laughs> it's always has too to, much math. I was like, is he like you know what's his past like? Like I don't know anything about this. <laughs> so I'm I'm always good with just like mutual friends or like um, like and comedy helps. I think like just a comedy group. It, there's still some sort of background that you'll know of that oh, person yeah, yeah. or like someone knows of that person. I just yeah I just can't do like strange like that's why I would never do like dating apps or anything unless there's like like if I know like maybe more that other app where you see if you have mutual friends with that person oh I don't know what I feel like there I feel like that is an app but maybe I made it up and maybe no that sounds like a thing because I feel like people would fucking love that yeah Yeah. so yeah and when I was dating and it was more like always being like the last person at a party um, because either like my friends who I lived with would leave early and, and it was like that choice of like, should I leave with them or should I stay and see if I can like hook up with someone? 
<laughs> and it's always like, I'll just stay. Um, but then it just, and then everyone would leave. And then I'm just like, kind of no one that I would want to go. And then I would have to like either just sleep over at the person's place or, or the the like other last person to leave. Like I would kind of try to be like, can you drive me? <laughs> You know, you say you're shy, but this is like really adventurous to be like, you know what? I'm going to stay. This is all 20s. <laughs> it's all the early 20s, mid 20s. And then it just, I feel like, yeah, I think like college was definitely when I was not as shy and like really going for it. But then I want to say like late 20s, 30s now, like kind of back into the like I'm insecure and I don't want to. It definitely ebbs and flows. Yeah. Like I totally know what you mean. There's definitely like years where I'm like, ours oh, way more adventurous mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. And then you're way more like inward and then it like yeah. cycles again. I totally get that. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, and you know, like when you have a actual significant other, you don't think that you don't need to think about like, okay, you know, which person I'm gonna <laughs> kiss or whatever. Right. Like it that part like leaves off. And then and in a way, I like that because then, yeah, I feel like I was just like so desperate, you know, like when all of those things happen and without that desperation is no longer there, which is really nice, like <laughs> not to feel that like, you know, like oh, I need this or, and then feel like ashamed after or guilty, like all of that pack, packaged <laughs> into like one night. The early 20s really did find a way to package every emotion yeah. in one night. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, at my school, it was like crazy if you hadn't had sex already or right away. Mm-hmm. And there was this weird stigma of like, um, you need to have sex like right now. And I still was like really nervous and just, I just wasn't ready. I didn't until I was like 20, which I'm super glad about. But I just remember like those type of like feelings of like, oh, like, should I try to hook up with this guy? Mm-hmm. Should I at least make out with this person so it looks like like I'm, like, into them? How am I getting home? Oh, they're leaving with those guys, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. still here with this person. Uh, yeah. It's just, like, trauma. so like, much so at once. <laughs> so much trauma. And drama. <laughs> and drama. Trauma. Oh, my God. So much drama. I mean, my favorite was, like, the fights that would happen mm. between friends drunk, mm. and then they would pretend like it never happened the next day. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, it was just... I just drank so much. Like, what do we do? And it's like, you verbally assaulted your best friend in public, uh, but you don't remember. Um, and it's like, maybe this friendship, like, shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. But that was just also, like, possibly just, like, very indicative of the college that I went mm-hmm. to. Because it was also 70% girls oh, and, like, okay. 30% boys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was a very weird dynamic of just, like, a lot of, like, competition yeah. for these very, like, mediocre men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In in high school, that was uh, the ratio for me. 70% girls and 30% guys. Oh, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that'd be harder in high school. I guess. That, I mean, probably that's why I didn't date. Because I think because, like, the high school I went to was very focused on, like, grades and like doing well that it wasn't really a thing of like fighting for guys or I think some people still date but it wasn't like a needed thing that everyone had which is nice I guess and there weren't really any clicks or anything because of like yeah it was just like not a typical high school experience I guess yeah that's amazing (laughs) no clicks no pressure to date I love that 
No, I was going to say no racism, but I guess there was still <laughs> It's like, what is this Wait, dream I mean, school you went to? There was like, uh, I'm sure there was still racism. But <laughs> I, would bet, I bet a lot of money there was definitely racism. <laughs> I mean, I wish not, but for sure there was, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Um, have you ever... Like, have you made out with someone that you didn't want to, but you just... Oh, yeah. A lot. (laughs) All the time. All the time in college. All the time. And, like, all of a sudden, like, a guy would come out of nowhere and just, like, grab your face Mm -hmm. and start making out with you. Mm -hmm. And you'd just be like, well, now I can add this to the list of, like, (laughs) like, I don't know their names. I don't know what they look Mm -hmm. like them and then i always say like if i ever saw anyone i made out with high school i or not high school college i wouldn't remember them and then i would never remember anyone i did dating apps but i never dated Mm -hmm. but i ghosted like crazy Mm -hmm. and i was like telling people the other day like i would never know their names Mm -hmm. or what they look like like there's such a good chance that i've like worked with them Mm -hmm. and have no clue and i think that's so fucked up i was like i don't remember anything about you except that i used you to make me feel better about myself after a breakup and then i just ghosted you when I was done. Do you think part of it, and this is, I think this is my, how my head worked uh, when I was younger. It was like, I don't want to be one of those girls that um, attach feeling, you know, like the t- whatever stereotypical girls that the media would put out or like whatever. And I'm just, and in my head, I'm like, I want, I'm like a guy, I'm one of the guys. And that's why I'm not like, I don't date, you know, like I don't, I'm not going to date you unless I really, really like you, but I'm fine just like hooking up and having sex or whatever. Um, But I I feel like that was just me protecting myself. I'm sure I didn't really feel like that, but it was just me being like, you know, like I'm, I'm showing them <laughs> I'm different. like a hundred percent. And if you go back, like if you go and find, I have to think of like specific shows and like things that we watch, mm-hmm. but like, even just like watching, like rewatching Laguna beach and like the mm-hmm. Hills, like everything was so anti-women. Mm-hmm. Like it was like not cool to be like feminist. And it was like, I'm one of the cool girls. Like yeah. I'm just one of the guys, yeah. like you said. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I remember one of mine and Aaron's worst fights uh, when we moved together was he kept putting the toilet seat up. <laughs> and I was like, I really need you to put it down. And he said something like, I just thought you were one of like those cool girls. <laughs> and it was so triggering like, my head, like, exploded, and I was like, go fuck yourself. Wait. I don't think I said it like that, Aaron, as you're probably listening. But it was, like, one of, like, our, like, biggest fights. And it was just, like, hearing that phrase again of, like, after, like, unlearning uh-huh. all that, like, I'm just trying to be cool. I don't want to, I don't want any, like, labels or, like, um, attachment, like you said. It was just, like, so fucking triggering. Well, it's right. It was the toilet seat thing. Because I was like, I, I don't want to be one of those. <laughs> I would, like... <laughs> Um, after IP, I would put up the toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> See how I'm so cool. <laughs> you are one of the cool girls, Angel. You are. Goddamn. <laughs> Especially like if it's like one of those bars or whatever, where it's just like the one bathroom. And if I know mm-hmm. like a guy would be after me, I'd be like, I left the seat up for you. <laughs> that is so considerate, though. <laughs> Like, I love to see that for you. Let's make out now. (laughs) 
Do you do that at home too with your husband? No, I don't do when it you, like, anymore. Put it- <laughs> 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 He's like, and I miss it every day. Yeah. I was like, well, I mean, like, I don't, because I don't yell at him if it's up. I'm just like, all right, I'll put it down. He'll put it up. You know, like we're just doing our mm-hmm. home thing. So, so it's like, yeah, like definitely. <laughs> if I'm drunk or if I'm like PMSing and it's up, I like will will smack it down really hard <laughs> so he can hear it, and I'll be like, I'm sorry. We <laughs> we bought um a slow closing toilet thing oh. so we can never smack it. Those are so cool, though. I love those. And sometimes I forget uh, when I'm at someone else's bathroom, and I'm just like, oh no, just like, oh yeah, like, oh no, I I wasn't trying to be. I know. Yeah, I. I mean, I'm gonna shame my husband, but I like sometimes he doesn't flush, or maybe he does flush, but he probably should have flushed twice, kind of thing. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. (laughs) 
Well, so, okay, so what type of family are you? We are a, um, if it's yellow, let it mellow. Mm-hmm. But if it's brown, flush it down. Mm-hmm. Are you guys flush no matter what? I'm flush no matter what. And I think mm-hmm. my husband's, like, just, like, chaos. I don't know when he's going to flush it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna- there is nothing worse though when like you open the toilet and like they forgot to flush yeah. a poo and you're just like, no. It's not. A, I don't even need to. Open, like it's just there. Like <laughs> I feel like like you know he's doing his business and then he would just like flush without looking. And I don't know if that's a common guy thing or mm-hmm. a person thing, but just like flush and then leaving. Because I'm always yeah, like yeah. I flush and I'm making sure everything goes down before I leave. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same because I like to, to. You like to see it. I like how <laughs> to confirm. I like to close the um mm. the toilet seat so that way it doesn't get like on our toothbrushes. Oh, that's smart. And then I reopen it because oh, um, if I don't, I'll like just sit on the toilet and forget. Mm. I don't. I guess I like the way a toilet looks when it's open. <laughs> I've never oh, really same. closed it, but that that is true. Like with the because yeah, our toothbrushes are right next to the toilet. <laughs> I don't know how true that is. I just heard it's like it like splatters. And I was like, the logic makes sense. Like the logic is sound. And so I was like, all right, I'll start closing it. But I like to reopen it like once it's done. Cause like you, mm-hmm. I like I like the toilet seat open. Like I I, I like how it looks. Yes. Totally. I totally get that. Sometimes <laughs> it's just like dirtier when it's closed for some reason. Like just like the little like the little cracks, I guess. But when oh, it's open, yeah. it seems like cleaning. Yeah. And we have like we have like a fan in our, our um in our bathroom, mm-hmm. and it seems to like because our old apartment did this too. So maybe it's us, but there'll be like little like not dust, but it almost looks like little pieces of fat, like very small like pieces of fabric. I don't know how to put it, but it's like fuzzies everywhere. Uh-huh, yeah, and yeah. if you close it, you can see the fuzzies yeah, more. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, if I'm not exactly. feeling like cleaning, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you? This is. This is what I do, which I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> if I'm like sitting there for a while and pooping, um, I would start cleaning around me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've really? totally done that. You're just like, oh, let me just wipe this floor. Just like killing two birds yeah. with one stone. Yes. Oh my God. I'm totally there. I am really bad about cleaning too. Like I try to do it at least once a week and I feel like that's not enough. But my it was because my mom mm-hmm. cleans the bathroom every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she puts her hand in it without like a glove. Like she'll like put Ajax mm-hmm. and bleach and then just be like. <sighs> and so I've been like, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. Like I want a clean bathroom, but I can't spend, I cannot devote that much yeah. time yeah. to chores in my life. Yeah. 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 I am appreciative of my mom. Like my mom's same thing. And, and that's why like, I always thought, toilet water was really like clean you know (laughs) but now i'm like oh it's it's not you can't you can't wash your hands with toilet water (laughs) one time in college oh my god this reminds me something stupid my roommate did it got the toilet got clogged most likely because of me because i definitely like pooped the most but it got really clogged and we couldn't get our super or whoever to pick to clean it up and she started taking like a plastic cup and pouring that water into our our bathtub and I was like well I can I can never take a shower ever again like I I just like you're just why are you, why is this water going in this mm-hmm. water it's poop water like why are you putting poop water everywhere yeah. I do not remember how that happened like or how that ends because I feel like I blacked it out like I just was like <laughs> this, this is not is okay not, yeah. <laughs> just like pure hand in this poop water and I was like oh my god like we are so dumb like why are we allowed to be alone in an apartment right now 
let alone getting a college degree. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we were like 21, 22. We were like seniors when that happened. Ugh. Oh, God, so gross. <laughs> yeah, I guess we just take things for granted what our parents do for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't as bad because um, I remember, I think it, was, it wasn't even college. Maybe it was just like high school or maybe not even high school. I, but it was like a summer program thing. It was kind of the first time I was with like just really like a random bunch of like kids. And at the time, I didn't realize like most of them were really like privileged and like rich kids. Like when one girl brought her like whole cello and it was like a one week program. And I'm like, okay, I guess you have to practice. But it was like, oh my God, that's for practice. Um, But um, I I have a point to this. It reminded (laughs) me because they didn't know how a washing machine worked, they (gasps) thought that. You have to manually put water into the machine. <laughs> oh my like, god! Like I like you know like I don't do laundry as a kid. My you know my parents do it, but I at least I know how it works. Yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. I was just like oh so my god. shocked. Like because yeah, there you know there is laundry. There is a laundromat, and it, it, maybe it was like in our heads, there was like oh let's do laundry as <laughs> adults. But then they're like, do we like pour water? Like, where's the sink? Do we pour water? How, how, what, is what do you do? Oh my God. That's amazing. There's a new rule episode where Schmidt's like, I don't know how to do laundry. And he's like pouring the detergent into like the dryer um, lint thing that catches the lint. <laughs> and it's one of the funniest things in the world because you just know people don't know how to it's use like the washer. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Yeah. Like they've never seen it. Like, I don't, or they never like, thought of it (laughs) yeah I wasn't allowed to do laundry like they showed me how to do it but I wasn't allowed to do it because I didn't do it well enough Mm -hmm. because my my parents are like super like Mm -hmm. clean and like have very specific rules yeah but I knew how to do it but the more that we talk about this the more that I I can like remember things of like wow like I was really dumb (laughs) in my 20s like really dumb it's like, cool. like, I remember when I moved to New York, um, my bank wasn't here uh-huh. and I didn't think to transfer in time. And I like all of a sudden just like didn't have money. <laughs> and I remember the lady being on the phone being like, yeah, because you didn't transfer your money. I remember like not understanding like, how banks work right. or like how to like, <laughs> and I was just like, Jesus Christ, like how did, how did so many of us survive, I like know. physically survive? Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, it is one of those things where, like, uh, maybe the education system should be better about, like, you know, common things and not about math or history. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. That reminds me of when I was nannying this kid at, and he was in middle school. I was like, what are they teaching you, like, in, mm-hmm. in health right yeah. now in sex ed? And it was so sweet. He was like, he, they're teaching us how to properly communicate with our friends Aww. and platonic relationships. <laughs> and I was like, I could have done so well with that teaching like i did not know i still don't really know <laughs> how to properly communicate and he like gave me examples and i was like wow look at you so maybe there's hope That's for true. our education yeah. system but also fuck math it was so bad <laughs> it was so hard <laughs> yeah I, I feel like this is a good like pilot for or like a, <laughs> idea of you're like comparing if like a younger generation is teaching you like um all the things they're learning and it's like really like 
lessons for you as an adult and just like comparing <laughs> like yeah the different education system within generations oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah my health class was like about herpes well my health class in sixth grade didn't exist because i went to a catholic school and they were like don't have sex or become a nun or don't have sex and become a nun <laughs> i mean that makes sense <laughs> right <laughs> But yeah, no, I was like this. Uh, I was like taking notes as he was telling me. I was like, "This is great. Love it. I need, I need more." Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, this I had a blast. This was a great episode. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Of course, I'll definitely invite you back again. Have a good one. Okay. All right. I'll see you later. Thank you guys for listening. Remember to go rate, like, review, subscribe. Go follow Angel on Instagram at AngelYao, Y-A-U. And again, if you're in New York City or if you're just popping in and want to go see something, go get tickets at Caveat for Asian American Film Thing on November 16th, where they celebrate Asian American filmmakers by screening their shorts. It's going to be a great time. You're going to have a blast. And I will see you guys next week.